0: The JSE has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the 5 o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, I speak to Skulk Lou, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And there's some stuff going on, Skulk, everywhere, here hmm. uh, rather South Africa and uh, overseas. But the one thing everyone seems to be waiting for is the US Federal Reserve decision on US interest rates. They're probably going to leave them flat, but it will be the tone of the post-result uh, rhetoric that I think everyone's waiting for, as usual.
1: Yeah, correct. We we want to we want to hear them say we're going to be 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 start uh, because remember the the Fed already came out in November last year saying, well, this is it. We are pivoting. We're going to stop uh, the interest rate hiking style cycle, and I think they mentioned something like uh, we, with a forecasting four four uh, declines or uh rate cuts in two thousand twenty four. And everybody's sort of now in, in limbo. You know, will this happen, you know, this week will it happen in two months' time, will it happen? Uh, you know, mid-year. I mean, I think that's that's the big question. But I concur, Lindsay. I mean, I think uh, as we sit here, yeah, I don't don't foresee them, you know, doing anything now. But for now, I think that the big question is going to be, you know, where where are they indicating? Are they going to start this? This is this, this call it you know, the cutting, cutting phase. Which they really can't do you know I, I think you know they've they've made it blatantly clear they're going to only start uh, cutting rates when they really see inflation being under control and although it seemed to be under control the recent movements and things like the oil price and, and certain commodities it's just a bit alarming i think
0: yeah i think you're absolutely right i think this the thing will be as we've both agreed upon It's an unchanged stance, but the risks to the upside are still there because of uh, geopolitical events and the rising energy prices. That's that's prudent. If we get six months of Mm. flatliners, I mean, uh, so what? The market may have a little bit of a fit uh, occasionally and say, well, we're expecting cheaper money, but um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think they should rush into things. Now then, let's come to South Africa. Aspen High Prop Impala and Astral are the ones that I've sort of noted just today. And before, since we've last spoken, lots of retailers trading updates. Maybe we'll start with the retailers. Anyone stand out for you? Shoprite, maybe? No, I, th- I think I think the the, the retailers all uh, uh, had a similar trend. I, th- I think that
1: definitely that the, the trend was you know we we' surviving um we we, we still got you know all these things you know called you know running blackouts and and certain disruptions supply chains and those kind of things but the general trend was we're surviving and i thought that the, the growth in most of these retailers you know starting uh it's called earlier this year at uh, missed this month in in, in um uh, you know i think it was clicks that came out with the results which, which was just shy of double-figure, you know, uh, revenue growth. Which I know, I know it's a, it's a, it's a holiday, but that wasn't too bad um really somewhat disappointing but we know why um uh, avi looking very very good and i'm going to jump towards astral foods which we came came out today the trading app that, that came out from astral. now yeah. people will know that astral foods had a dismal, dismal um you know previous six months mm-hmm. and um you know today that came out i mean don't read too much into you know our our EPS and HEPs for the six-month ending 31st March could increase by at least 300%. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds phenomenal. I think that's sensational. Um, but it's just taking them back because they had a really, really torrid time. I and mean, they mention it in this trading statement that, um, you know, the previous uh, period, the rolling blackouts, you know, water disruptions and bird flu, you know, cost astral 2 Billion rand, you know, for a year end in, into in September. That's a so, lot of so,
0: chickens. That is a lot of chickens.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's that's a that's a huge amount of chickens. So they they did mention that they seemed, you know, they they were they were happy um, with this first quarter having lower um, load shedding. Um, you know, stage of load shedding That was good. They also mentioned that they've now implemented contingency plans for, for uninterrupted water supply. Um, so i mean and, and and like i said you know if, uh, hips earnings per share you know 162 for the previous period now up to six round forty forty-seven 47 to to six round 50 54. that is that is looking really really good market liked it and um yeah to two point what's it uh let me quickly see uh today share price up you know, 2.6%. That's a good one. I think it's a company that's been under massive pressure and uh, this might just be, I'm not an investor. Mm. I'm not an investor, Lindsay, but I, I like the company, I like the management and, and it could be just a bit of a, a speculative buy you know, in my view. Currently looking at, at the these these called technical price levels.
0: It's so volatile, though. I mean, that's what, what I said. Oh, and when yes. when, I, when I speak to people that are veterans in the industry, and you know, the, one of the people I'm talking about, I, say, I don't understand. It's it's a commodity company, and if it's up up mm-hmm. 300% for earnings per share or whatever measure you just uh, mentioned, that's not for for most people. You, it, it's not predictable enough I mean, if you catch it right fantastic uh, but as soon as you catch it right then get out of the thing because you never know in uh, the next six months might be might be awful as they say a hail mary wouldn't you wouldn't you say without, without yeah going-
1: i wouldn't i would i wouldn't say it's, it's it's still uh it's still uh a, a, a good I don't want to call it little because they're not little by any means anymore. No. Uh, but it's a it's a very very um, well managed mid uh, mid sized company. But like Lindsey just mentioned, they they deal with they, they are a commodity dealing company. I mean chickens, yeah. in my view, is just another commodity. It's and just- you know they feed they feed these chickens. Um, uh, you know other commodities. <laughs> so yeah. so we know those those commodities are currently not running through the red sea anymore. Um, you know so so these commodities are you know. Volatile in price, anyway. But when I look at the share price, as I mentioned, and this is a company that was trading at, at 210, over 210 levels in September. You know, today after to, to, a great movement, you know, 200 and what was it, 100 and, 158 Rand. I think that's not a not a, not, not, a, not a bad, bad, bad movement. So just want to watch. I I'm not saying it's a buy or sell. Like I say, I'm not a, not a shareholder in this company, but I do know the company um, in the sense that it's a well-managed company.
0: I can sense you're going to have a little nibble at some stage. I mean, that's the, the, the feeling I get. The fact that you mentioned it means that just on a PA basis, maybe just a small little flutter, <laughs> but we'll see. Right, no, no. Let's have a look. Impala Platinum trading update today. They've had a, a bit of a torrid time. But when the trading update came out, I think the share price rallied close to, to 1%. I don't know how it's closed. You're going to tell me that. You're more of a gold man than a white metal man. Uh, but what did you think of Impala? Uh,
1: it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a production update. So, yes. so it's, um, not, not, it didn't say too much. Uh, and I wouldn't read too much into into the movement today either because we did see quite a nice nice little jump overnight um, in, 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 in the white metals, in, in, in palladium, platinum. You know, yesterday we've seen some 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 movement in, in my favourites, the golds and the silvers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean today I, I think that the movement today is but very to do with the production and more to do with the you know some some price movement on the underlying you know commodity prices
0: good let's have a look at the, uh, the the prices now you were mentioning that certain commodities have done well we'll come to gold in a minute but we'll start with the currencies 1863 the dollar rand the british pound against the rand is 2374 euro rand is 2026 euro dollar 10875 which is a euro that is around about half a percent up against the dollar but that might all change uh, later this evening after the interest rate decision And the rhetoric. British pound against the US dollar is 127.40. That's also a British pound that's uh, gaining against the greenback. We've got commodities now. The gold price, 2,054. Nice. Up $22 an ounce or 1.1%. Platinum, (laughs) not so good. Down $45 an ounce to 9.38. And palladium is $9 higher at $985 per ounce. Having a look at the all-important energy complex... On the CRB Commodity Index page, crude oil, West Texas, $76.18 a barrel, down 2.1%. Brent crude oil, still well above 80, though, $81.04 a barrel, down one and three quarters. Natural gas prices up 1.2%, and um, so it goes on. Got to go back to the gold price before I go to other indicators, just while it's fresh in my mind. When this goes through 2100 and holds, Skark, I think you... You could you could never write write your own check, but this this thing will have <laughs> cleared so many hurdles, so much churning between two thousand and twenty one hundred if it holds above it, if it goes above it and then holds above it, goodness me, it could be quite exciting
1: yeah yeah look i'm not a technical analyst i mean ill i'll purely base this on you know not fundamentals but you just mentioned and i mean look look what you know we, we tend to focus on wow the rant, we we're we already reading a, a 18 and a 60 you know in our rant. but i mean if you look at the dollar dollar you know, sliced through that 103, you know, this morning, you know, like a, like a hot knife through butter country trading at the 102 levels. Um, so, so the dollar is losing ground and while the dollar is losing ground, we, we do expect, you know, some, 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 some gold strings. So this is just what it's based on. And, 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 you know, you know, I started this, this podcast today talking about what we expect the Fed to do. And it, if not now, um, or, or in the near near future, we do see that 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 the Fed will be, be reducing rates uh, to the latter part of this year, and I think that is going to be another thing. I mean, I think it's expected that we will see some dollar weakness, which could see some some gold strength. Now, I mean, I follow a few few people on on a technical analysts. The the one that I I do like is um, what's his name, David Brady at Global Pro Trader. And he, he look at look at these um, look at these 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 uh, technical uh, views on, on gold and silver. And I think most of these technical analysts say, well, if, if we do see a a through these 2,100 levels, hmm. I mean uh, the sky's the limit. 2,400 could be very much the, the, the next stop, and this could be really really good for not just our local miners, but but I think gold miners will. world. But again. I mean, this is a technical view. I'm I'm still basing it pure on on pure economics. I do think that the dollar currently is still still a little bit overvalued in my view, and and could could know uh, weaken over over the next year or so. But
0: for those people that are slightly skeptical about people looking into crystal balls and drawing lines on pieces of paper and saying this is a support line, this is a resistance line, this is a, a downward flagging market, all that sort of thing, which can be confusing. It's all based on fundamentals, technicals are just manifestations Mm. of fundamentals. So, for example, if one particularly huge gold mine or a couple of gold mines have got protection in place at 2100 via the options market they have to cover if it starts to go through there. You see what I mean? So then the, technic- the technicals are are in cahoots with, with, with the fundamentals. That's the reason it does. It doesn't do it because, oh, suddenly it goes through a line on a graph and so we've got to buy it. There is a little bit of that as well. It's all to do with the, the hedging and the and the shorts and the longs and that sort of thing. And that's why it's so fascinating to watch when a Big big line of resistance has been breached, and I, I can feel it. it's bubbling under a uh, scale. See, even I'm ah, um, oh, it's got something. Even I'm same feeling with you on this one. S and P five hundred futures. Yeah, geopolitics. I think here down point seven percent, four thousand nine hundred and seventeen. Bitcoin. Can I cut in, to go a yes, Of course Sorry. you can. I can because because you're talking about uh, geopolitics. No, I, th- I think this is, this is a very good reason
1: why we we're seeing some 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 uh, you know S and P five hundred and more specifically Nasdaq weakness because this is a trend that started last week. Some of these, I think it was Intel that reported, and I, I looked at the the first part of of uh, Intel's results. And it looked good. I, I mean, it beat expectations. Um, and a second comp- expectation was, was consensus expectations, and everything looked good. And then it came to the forecast, the outlook, oh. and they mentioned that the outlook is looking uh, much weaker, and growth is going to definitely, you know, uh, reduce, you know, substantially. And we saw the reaction in the market, and uh, we, we saw Google came out. Same story. Um, very, very, very. Uh, I would say not too bad results. Microsoft, Microsoft. They, I think, was, was one of the best growth in 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 earnings we've seen in in Microsoft in many many well, called months. Yes. Yet share price is down because they mentioned in the outlook. Yes, but we don't foresee. These type of growth um, trajectories to continue. Share price down one percent. Google's share price down six percent today. And I think this this might just be a little bit of a trend, you know, for for this reporting season. I do agree. There was a good reason why we've seen a massive rally in in both the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq because these companies, this whole AI flavor, is is looking good. But now looking forward. I think most of these big investors, the, the intelligent investors are just saying, oh, these valuations, if you're not going to be able to continue at these 25%, 30% type of growth, you don't justify a 25 or 30 times Price-earnings ratio. Just want to watch. I think this is a, this is a, this is a theme that I've been been, been talking a lot, and and definitely an area why
0: why I'm currently uh, to be a little bit more underweight um, towards tech tech shares as I said to another commentator a couple of days ago, I said, if they do not beat, if they do not excel from their their previous guidance, then they're vulnerable to the downside. The line of least resistance is to the downside. So they're great numbers, but they just sort of said, ah, well, maybe we won't do that next quarter. And as soon as that happened, off we go. NASDAQ, and as you quite rightly say, S&P, are going down. But they'll recover. These numbers are spectacular. The amount of money that they're making is quite extraordinary. Right, what else have we got here? The US 10-year treasury bond yield ahead of the Fed is currently 3.96%, which is a 2.4% fall for the yield. In other words, the bond price is going up. So the bond market and the S&P are going in the opposite directions. One is uh, expecting good stuff, the other one isn't. South African 10-year bond yield closed today, 9.76%, barely changed. And uh, Bitcoin, forty-two thousand eight hundred, which is down one point three percent. What movers did you see on the JSC today, Skalk? Up and down.
1: Uh, uh, I mentioned. I think the big one was Astral, 26 2, percent. 2. You know that was that was uh, the big one for me. Um, interesting to note that uh, that Harmony, despite you know uh, better. It's got it better, better gold price levels. That had a, a drop of 3.1 percent, um, and one of my favorites, <laughs> Udeco, down 3.1. But I think this is a liquidity issue. A company that's sitting with liquidity issue, and then transaction capital. I think that's the that's the big one. I think that's the one. Um, there was an announcement yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, where they mentioned that they're gonna. There's a spin-off. The, the We Buy Cars spin-off, separate listing for that market. Clearly. Lies today. I mean, share price up 11%. And then, then old PPC. PPC up 6.2%. So I think those are the kinds of that, that a, I a share was,
0: buyback announcement or something? was that a different matter? I think.
1: Uh, I'm not 100%. Yeah, there, is, there, there, was a, there was 100%. It was today where that, uh, I think it was a repurchase program you know, of the shares That's right, was, yeah. was announced. Okay. I've, 100%. Got,
0: 100%. I've got Alpha Min up 4.3%, PH Prop. 4.1% higher true 3.2% higher rem up two and three quarters tfg up 2.3% downside you've mentioned harmony uh, 3.1% in the red mc group down 3% kumba iron ore 2.7% weaker and texdana down 2.2 so we wait for the fed now uh, skalk And let's hope it's all sunny in in the Rose Garden of the US Federal Reserve. And uh, tomorrow we come out of the blocks with no worries at all about the fact that the (laughs) Magnificent Seven are not quite making it this week. Skulk, thank you very much for your time, as always. Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division, and that was the 5 o'clock shadow.